My name's Ian Austin, and I'm fastest podcaster alive. A few weeks ago, I started doing recaps of Flash as part of my podcast, Friday Night Fright. And then I slowly start realising the Flash isn't a horror show, so I need it to make it become something is, to do something is. So I launched Tuesday Night Flash, and now I'm on a race to recap every episode of Flash. And I will make it fast, and I'll make it speedy. And when I'm done, you'll have every episode of Flash recapped. You will. That's my oath. I swear it. Previously on Tuesday Night Flash, I recap season one. So, <clears throat> episode six is recapped by man losing his voice. Uh, this episode's called The Flash is Born. And it's a, it's a weird one, because, like, on some ways it's a, a kind of an origin story for Barry, despite the fact that the entire fucking show is an origin story for Barry. In other ways, it's a, a way to introduce more X-Men to the universe, because we meet Barry's childhood bully, a man named Tony Woodward. Woodward? The Woodward? A man who looks and acts exactly, well, looks exactly like Colossus from X-Men. But they call him Gerda, apparently, because he's, he's Gerdy. He's got girth, I guess, you know. And we get the episode main gist, or at least the start of the episode seems to be Barry um, uh, trying to stop uh, carjacking. But it turns out that Eddie's firing bullets and this guy Tony's shrugging them off because they bounce off him because he's made metal. He's like, ah! So he stops this and then Barry's like, you know what, I'm going to stop this. So he drives in front of the car so it stops. And then Gerda gets out. He's like, what you do for my car, bro? And then Barry's like, I'm going to punch you. But he punches him and he breaks his hand. He's like, oh, my God. And Gerda's like, Mwahaha. so he smashes Barry into another car. And then Barry runs away and Gerda's like, okay, I'm just going to walk off now. And that's it. That's the opening episode. And then from there it jumps to Barry going, Barry saying, "Oh, I got I got my ass beat by man man who's who's girthy." And they're like, "Girthy? That can't be his nickname." Let's call Skisco's like, "Let's call him Gerda." No. So from there, Barry's like, "You know, I I really got beat up. I I don't know what to do about it." But Bully says something. The villain says something to me. Something about like you know you you take a beating, and it reminded me of someone I used to know. Here's a flashback of Barry as a kid getting pushed into the locker by by Bully Tony. So what's up, Iris? That's pretty much the extent of Tony's characterization. Beats up Barry and goes, Sup, Iris. That's it. That's, that's like, he's the exact same character as kid and an adult. It's, except as an adult, he has actual superpowers instead of, like, you know, implied super strength, super child strength, you know. He's got braces, but he's got super strength. Actually, don't just cut me. The braces that kid, that kid version probably has, that's probably a reference to Gerda. So he always had a bit of metal in him. He was a bully, but he loved braces. His parents wanted him to have perfect teeth. You know, perfect teeth. So then the subplot... No, the gist of the episode, or main thrust of the episode, is Iris wants to be a journalist. So she has a blog. And, you know, she's putting on Flash. And she's putting herself in incredible danger because she keeps leaving messages for the Flash on blog. Like time Tony comes into the restaurant and after she gets over being all smitten with how hot he looks, you know, how muscular and bad boy he looks, she's like, no, this is bad, you know, you're a bad man, Tony's like, sup Iris, 
Sup, Irie. Sup, I. Sup, Ira. You know? He's really getting gripped for it. And after he tries to call him cops, he's like, no, 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 no. He smashes her phone and throws it in the tip jar. He's like, you won't be doing that, Iris. And your friend who thinks Barry's cute, she better watch it, you know? Because I'm Gerda. I'm Tony, I'm the Gerda. No, I'm not Colossus, but I might as well be. So, yeah, we get that stuff, which is all noise. And we also get a subplot of Tony, of um, Eddie and Joe, uh, no, Joe and Doctor, investigating Dr. Wales. Harrison. So that's a tense subplot. Harrison's like, I know what you're doing, Joe. You're wondering, maybe, maybe man who keep Barry's mother wasn't Henry after all. Maybe. Here's a speech they two, and Harrison's like, but... Doesn't make any sense. Only part Corsair-rated explosion could create a speedster, which makes Joe wonder, or maybe there's another one. Harrison's like, no, no, there wasn't. And Joe's like, whoa, it's suspicious. You know, that his stuff only started after you moved to town. And Harrison's saying like, oh no, I hope he doesn't know about many crimes I've committed in recent weeks, like, like murdering Simon Stagg or, you know, telling Plastique to explode and blow up an army base. Or those experimentations on Monkey. Or that time I, I did the bad thing in the pilot episode. Ian's completely forgotten. So yeah, Harrison's not happy about being a cute jacuzzi. Jacuzzi of Kim Barry's mother. And he's like, nah, ah, ah. He's like, I'm out. And he wheels away. And then cut back to the team trying to figure out with Barry. He's finally re- learned that Tony is his child to bully and Gerda. So Barry's like, how do you stop a man made of steel? And Harrison's like, a man of steel? Who knew about merchanting opportunities? And then he winks at the camera, because he might, may or may not be from the future. And Cisco deduces that the only way to stop, stop this man, stop this bully, stop the bully, is for Barry to hit him so hard, which requires Barry at the exact right angle, which requires Barry to top his previously greatest speed of about 400 miles an hour who go twice that fast and hit Tony at exactly 838 miles an hour with a supersonic punch and Caitlin's like that doesn't even science and Cisco's like my science is better than your science because I'm a cold gun and Caitlin's like but science you know if Barry doesn't aim it pr- aim properly he'll die and Cisco's like yeah but if he doesn't aim Ineptly, if he aims properly, he won't die. And they're like, oh. And then we realise this episode's really all about bullying and the effects it can have on kids and teaching us a valuable lesson. If you want to beat up your bully, you have to get super speed and hit that, hit that arsehole. 838 miles an hour. 838. No, no more 250. No more slow speed of 325. 838 miles an hour. Supersonic punch. Knock that. Pizza, bing bro, into next week, if you know what I'm saying, which probably don't because my voice is going, because I don't really have much left. I have cold. I always have cold. I especially have cold right now. This episode doesn't really give us anything. It's an Irish episode. Irish. Irish. It's an Irish episode about journalism. What do you expect? There's only so much you can get enthusiastic about it. So, what's Barry do? Well, he hits Tony at 838 miles an hour. After Tony and Iris display more weird kind of creepy sexual tension between them maybe it's just me maybe by watching this wrong maybe my cold through messing with my head there's some weird tension between them no and barry seems like jealous ex 
But he's not just that. That's Eddie. Who Eddie is, is rubbish in this episode. Eddie doesn't do anything. He's like a shot. But actually, no. Eddie does one thing. He shoots this guy six times in the head, and he's only lucky that bullets bounce off because he's like I shot him. It's like, Eddie, you went for headshots on man driving car at you. If you shot him, the car wouldn't stop. It would continue going. So I'm not impressed with Eddie this week. You know, there's still no mention for my boys Michael Schofield and Lincoln Burrows. You know, it's ridiculous. It's like, what are they doing? And it ties into enough problems with show that I'm starting to pick up more and more. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, Tony, he was involved in an accident 10 months ago. And uh, he, conveniently, he did nothing for 10 months and now he's doing stuff. It's like, where all of these people met humans in a coma at the same time. It's, it's just weird. It doesn't really make any sense. At all, no sense. But I'm rambling because there's not much in this episode to really talk about. It's, it's okay. It Barry using the super super song punch is quite cool. But the, the episode seems to just be leading to that one scene of Barry using super sonic punch, which admittedly is very cool. But then it's undermined by one of the stupidest things a character could have done, which is to reveal his identity to his childhood bully. And yes, Barry can rationalise it with, it's fine, Tony's in our secret underground pipeline prison, which is a weird thing to say in general, but particularly weird considering Barry's meant to be a nice guy. And also, it's, he wants to break his dad out of prison, but he's putting all of these people in prison for a trial. It's, it's weird, you know? At least your father had a trial, Barry. So, yeah, he reveals his identity to Tony, and Tony's all, mate, I'm going to shiv you. I'm going to shiv you when I get out, which I can't imagine. Well, given how they haven't even got back to Mike Schofield and Lincoln Burroughs yet, it could be seasons before Tony gets out of prison, if ever. So then the episode ends with Iris and Barry reuniting and joining forces and all that, and Iris getting up to a thousand followers on her blog. And I'm like, I'm sure Iris must have some photos up on that blog somewhere, because I ain't got a thousand followers, you know? But I don't have pictures of me up on my thing, so maybe I have pictures up there like Iris Clee does. Maybe I'll get more followers. You know, because I'm covering Flash now, and I sure as shit ain't getting to a thousand followers and particularly quickly. But with classic content like this and scratchy throat, who can blame people for not listening to this podcast? And our episode actually ends with Harrison well, Harrison and Joe reunite too, and both admit that they're too harsh on the other. Joe says, I don't think you had anything to do with Barry's mother's disappearance anymore. And Harrison's like, thank you, Joe, that means a lot. And then the episode actually ends proper, with Joe at home crossing out Wade's name from his list of suspects. But then, yellow red energy crashes, and he starts seeing a weird man in a yellow costume, going, rah, rah, rah. And Joe starts freaking out, and the guy who plays Joe is getting best actor on the series, and got some really good scenes, Tom Cavanaugh's episode, who plays Harrison. And then suddenly... Joe freaks out because a knife has been stuck through a picture to the wall, a picture of Iris. And Tex Bubbitt says, stop while she dies. And so, oh no, it can't, that, who could have done that? My, my money on Eddie, my money is on Eddie because he seems a little weird at the moment, a little off if you know what my French parlance is going about. But what do I think of the episode in general? Ah. Uh, Three out of five, I don't really care about Barry's childhood trauma. I mean, 
I do care about Barry's childhood trauma to the extent that Barry's childhood trauma drives the love of the series, but we don't need more of it. It's like, oh no, he was bullied as a kid. Oh wow, wow. It's like, everyone's bullied as a kid, you little punk. Even Eddie, little, little B-Box Eddie is bullied as a kid, you know? And now he's He's buff, he's a cop, he's with Iris, and he's not even slightly, slightly evil in an inconceivable way. So it's just, fundamentally, the episode just feels like it's big, bad, nothing. But I suppose that's what you get when you have 23 episode seasons, or whatever this season is. I mean, they couldn't have got Oliver and Felicity back, because they don't have budget for that, so they had to cast Tony Dubro, you know. Who like weird creepy chemistry of Iris, which actually would probably be interesting to explore, but you know, she's already there, these so I can get why he didn't do that. I'm not not terribly impressed. I mean I like the ending, I like bit teas with um whoever this other speedster is, that's quite cool. But yeah, in general, not particularly enthusiastic about this one, but I'm sure in next episode will be a bit better, so there you go. But last haven't been great, but I suppose you got balance out nicely. So three out of five, and um, yeah, hopefully next one's a bit better, and hopefully some more revelations come soon as two man costumes, because I really want to know that. <laughs> Episode 7, In the Can, The Man with the Voice, The Husky Voice, The Voice of the Voiceless, and Voice of People Who Shouldn't Be Voiceless. <coughs> Sorry, my voice is shit today, but god damn it. I'm recording this. We gotta keep going. We gotta keep going, people. Power outage. The last episode of Flash. Um, what can I say about this episode? It hasn't been said about the, the um, conflict between America and Afghanistan. Um, this episode was definitely an episode. It's um, definitely stuff happened. So it starts. It starts where it means to go on. We're previously on Flash. We remember last last week... In episode, the Flash episodes, in terms of this podcast, it's like two minutes ago, where Barry fought his childhood bully, Tony, 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 the non-tiger, Tony, word, word, rah, rah, rah. He fought him, and he beat him, and he taught us a valuable lesson, which is you beat up your bullies with a supersonic punch. <coughs> and he did. He did. He beat his bully up with a supersonic punch. And that's how the episode ended. And we all cheered. We went, Yay! Bullies beat them up, supersonic punch them in the face. And this week's episode starts with a flashback. A flashback that we've never seen before. A, a moment from the past of a man named Farouk and his two friends who I can't remember their names, but that's fine. And they're out doing kids' teenage stuff. They're out rebelling against society and things and stuff and fans and you know, stuff and things and fans and stuff. And they're Farouk is fucking pissing about on a on a electrical grid of some kind, and he's he's hit. He part got rate goes off because they're watching it. Cause they're kids, they want to see it, and he's hit by lightning and part got rate explosion with dark matter at the same time, and he falls, and they're like, no. And then cuts to ten months later, present day, and Barry's running round, and he's running, running. <laughs> and finds someone's been chartered crisp and he's talking about the future and Dr. Waves is like, ha ha, my, my ambiguous plan is still happening, ha ha ha. With Barry and his team, they're like, oh, they find someone who's been viciously uh, destroyed by electricity. 
And, and could it be Farouk? Could it be our boy Farouk? It 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 could, but we we don't know yet. We we don't trying that out for a few more minutes officially, but damn it, we we were there. We we saw what happened, or Barry did even, because like he's investigating crimes and shit, and and he finds out oh this. Park Accelerator did bad things to people. So then he's like, oh, we, we have to investigate. And Dr. Wiz is like, you have to be careful, Barry. Your future is my future. And Barry doesn't press him on that. He, he never presses Harrison on these ambiguous things he says. He just won't do it. So then we get the classic scene of, like, our, 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 our protagonist, Barry. He's, he's like, I have to stop electricity, man. So he's like, oh, I, he, he tracks him to a power station. He's like, electricity man, you, you bad. You know, I, I beat, I beat Vapor Boy. I beat multi, I beat multiplicity. I beat, I beat my bully last week who I revealed my name to for some stupid reason. I'm going to beat you. And electricity man's like, wah, I'm going to beat your ass, Barry. And even if he doesn't know who Barry is at this point. So they gang up, uh, a tussle and electricity man's like, oh, I take your power. And Barry's like, No, please. And he's sort of like, I take it. I drink your power up. And Barry's like, No. And then electricity man's like, Oh, no, I, my hair, I took too much. He has a bad electricity trip. So I'm like, Oh, no, 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 no. He's like, I'm just going to walk away. And Barry's like, I, I got to run, but he can't run. He's like, I, I got no speed. And then it cuts to later, he, he writes back at Star Labs and they're like, Barry, what happened? He's like, he, he took my speed. They're like, Barry, since you've been starting this, you've had one suit destroyed. Now you've lost your powers. You suck, Barry. Harrison's like, he, he's angry. He's like, ah, oh, well, no, no, no. And Joe doesn't seem to give shit. And at last week he was told, like, if you're in the last episode, if you don't stop investigating someone, not Harrison, because you stop investigating him. Some is your Iris will die. That's never brought up again. Never even hinted at in this episode. But what is hinted at is that Barry has lost his powers, and he's sort of like, oh no. And you're like, how do you lose your powers? And Harrison's like, doesn't make any sense to her. So then we um, see Harrison in his secret, secret room, and he's sort of like, bring me the newspaper from future. But it's done by a postal strike, and he's like, search for Barry Allen, but it can't. He's like, oh, come on, Gideon, who's his AI, and Gideon's like, oh, you shove up your ass, Harrison. Oh, you shove up your ass, and Harrison's like, damn it, the future's changed. And so, like, at this point, I was watching, I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I, I, my voice sounds like I gargled Brits, so I'm just out of it. But Harrison's like, shit, he might not get his powers back. We gotta give him his powers back. But then Lightning Lad shows up and his electricity boy shows up and he's like, yeah, yeah, I want Harrison, give me him now. And then we cut to um the police station where a man named William Topman's been resting. And like, this is a dangerous man. And I'm like, who who is this guy? What's his power? And they're like, he, they don't tell us his power, he's just got glasses on, and they're like weird glasses, and they call him to William Tockman, and it's like, what, what's going on? Like, we got to deal with this man now, and at this point, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on, or who this guy is, or why I didn't care, but he looks like Teabag of Prison Break. <laughs> no. So I have to assume that 
when reality changed, like Michael and Lincoln know who each other are, Teabag actually thinks he's a guy named William Topman. But I think police should be more careful. You got Teabag walking around a uh, police station. Yeah, he's in handcuffs, but I mean, like, if somebody's growing a, a hand back, I don't know what to make of it, but it just, it's weird. So then William Topman. Because um, electricity boy takes the power from the sea, he somehow escapes his handcuffs, grabs a gun, starts shooting cops. And Iris and Joe are like, no. And Topman's like, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. He makes a lot of clock based and time based puns. It's, it's, it's definitely a thing. And then Joe is like, ah, Topman. No, I, uh, someone threw at my door last week, but I won't bring that up because, you know, it's not, not mid season finale yet. And then um, we cut back to the um, electricity lab and electricity boy realised that he can use electricity to break into Star Labs, which I don't think he really needs to. People break into Star Labs easily without superpowers all the time. And then um, Harrison's like, we give Barry speed, we'll, we'll strap him to an electric chair. And Caitlin says, like, that, that's, that's not going to happen. Harrison's like, okay, plan B, we're going to supercharge the um, treadmill and I'll give him fast back. And they're like, okay. So Caitlin and Barry go off to Lars. Harrison and Cisco go to find some stuff. Then Barry's like, no, no, it's okay. I'll talk to Fruit. I'll solve it. And then Fruit's like, Barry's like, I'm the Flash, you know, I'm revealing my identity to another mass murderer. But it's okay. And then electricity lads like nah you're, you're right mate and he smacks Barry across the room and Barry's like ow so then he, him Caitlin runs in treadmill and lightning electricity lad follows them but they like use the um, uh, Cisco turns power on and electricity lads like what no and then Barry and Caitlin try to give him power back with treadmill the electricity but it doesn't work and they're like Caitlin's like for fuck's sake Barry you loser yep Piece of junk, you banfu wonder, wonfa, wampa boodoo. You, you rag knock, you, you rog knack, you ass, you piece of trash. And Barry's like, no. So then cut back to prison and TikTok man, William TikTok man is like, you know, I'm, I want a laptop, I want a clock, I want money. Then he's like, screw it. He's like, I'm going to take Iris as hostage. Then Eddie shows up and he's like, he gets a drop on uh, top, Wim Tiktokman, but he forgets his skillful aiming from last episode where he would murder Tony if he hadn't shot him like, in the frigging a steel man. You know, anyways, if he shot them in the head, they would have died. He shoots Topman in the arm and Topman shoots him twice in the chest, which somehow... It's Eddie's um, bulletproof vest and, you know, bust and leads to been bleeding a lot. So then Joe is like, damn it, Topman, you, you clock king. And I was like, at least the clock king? What? what? What have I missed? Like, is this a reference to delete a scene or something? He's like, you know, I've got to say goodbye to your sister, but let Iris say goodbye to Eddie. And Iris leans down, Eddie whispers in her ankle holster. So then Topman's like, no, I'm going up to the roof with Iris because she's special. And it's like, wait, what? Why? <coughs> Why is she special? So then frigging, um, we cut back to Star Labs and Barry and Co. run outside 
No, no, I don't, because Harrison's let loose Tony. He's like, Tony, you need to murder Farouk, and then um, you'll have your freedom. And then Tony fights Farouk, and Farouk beats the crap out of Tony, and Tony's like, gets a tearful goodbye of Barry. And at this point, I'm like, I'm really sending some mixed messages here. This is literally a guy who bullied Barry for his entire life, and now Barry's like, I didn't want him dying. It's like, okay, you didn't want him to die, but, like, why are you guys having a touching reunion? Like, he literally, he tried to murder you last week. It's, last episode, it's bizarre. And then Barry and co run outside, but Farouk finds them, and so I am Farouk. And Harrison's like, yeah, I'm Harrison. So he walks up to him and goes, you, you, you bad man. And Farouk's like, you don't even remember who died that night. And Harrison's like, Ralph Dibney, Bear da Costa, Grant Emerson, Albert Rothstein. I remember the names of everyone died that evening. I'm thinking, what's this? Is this like an Easter egg or something? Is this going to come back and play at some point? But no, because Barry, after Farouk, smashes the ground in front of Harrison for electricity. Barry's like, oh, I'll get my speed back. And he runs at Farouk and says, I'm going to stop you. And Farouk's like, well, I'm going to shoot you for electricity. I'm going to suck power out of you. And Barry's like, you can suck all you want. And Farouk's like, yeah. And he starts sucking. And Barry's like, oh, my God. And Farouk's like, oh, my God. And Barry's like, no. And Farouk is like, <laughs> and then Farouk's like, oh, no, I've sucked too much. And he falls to the floor. And Barry's like, well, I still got some power left, so he didn't suck me hard enough. And Fruit dies, I guess. I don't, I don't know. He he sucked too much of Flash, you know. He did too much Flash sucking. He's he's dead. And but it's not murder because Barry, despite letting it happen, he, he you know he it doesn't count as murder. <laughs> so then, um, uh, all the way at the police station because William Tick Topman Iris managed to shoot him off screen after we go enough flashback of the gun it's like show we get it we understand clever ploy Eddie's in hostel he's high as a motherfucker um, Joey's like there and Iris walks out um, to and meets the Flash and Flash is like you're worth it Iris you're worth being on time for and it's like I mean, I I get what they're doing, but it's weird. Like, she's never actually seen Flash's face, but she's all smearing. It's like, you know, I've told you last week, and this it's kind of weird. And then Iris walks back into the room, and everyone's like, Iris, you've got your coffee. She's like, oh, I didn't walk off, go and get some more. And Joe not say, um, bars off the counter it falls to the floor but Barry catches it Eddie looks at it he's high and he's like oh my god do you see that and Joe's like Eddie you're high and Joe's Eddie's like oh yeah ha ha but he knew what he saw he knew what he saw so then the episode ends with Harrison looking at the um, future map and realising that future is what it was before and Barry's still going to disappear in crisis in 2024 and it's like that's a long ass time to disappear in crisis like I don't know if I can make it 10 seasons I was going to say it so what do I say about episode I'd say my voice is completely shot I don't even know if you can actually hear this all but it was it's watchable it's watchable it's um the tone stuff was stupid, though. That's really dumb. Like, you know, maybe with a bit more breathing room, but literally you've done, like, a two-episode arc, which covers, like, five, six episodes worth of plot. And the only reason they did it is because they realised how stupid it was having Barry confess his real identity. 
that he is the Flash, the guy who literally tries to murder him. And they get referred to, oh no, the episode actually with Harrison um, taking Farouk's power and being like, how do you take Flash's power? It's like, okay, wonderful. There you go, I'd give episode probably 2.5 out of 5. It wasn't great, it was okay, it wasn't particularly exciting. But um, from what I can see, apparently next episode's called uh, Flash versus Oliver, which should be crazy. Like, you know, finally Oliver's back. So that would be good to look forward to. <coughs> and hopefully on Thursday when I record that, my voice comes back and make this episode even more disjointed. But until then, no, well, I'm just going to try drinking some more Lemsip. So, ha-ha. <laughs> Oh man, I've just finished episode 8 of Flash Season 1, 1.08. If you're we caught the Flash versus Arrow. And it's the biggest episode today. Huge, sweeping, sweeping conflict and tension and atmosphere. And just generally crazy. So let's start beginning. The opening package is called, has a briefly on Flash and Arrow. And it's like, wait, what? Arrow is not a TV show, it's a character. It's, his name, Oliver. So he shows a bunch of footage. And there's a few bits from, like, talking about Barry meeting people from last year. And it's like, wait, what? No, this is season one for The Flash. He didn't meet anyone last year because this is first season. Like, you know, what's going on? And then we start the episode and Barry's running around. And he's, like, you know, talking about... The feels, and so like, what? What am I watching? He's saying everyone gets case of feels, and and everyone talks about science and traction. But look at Iris smiling. That's not science. That's magic. And it's like Barry, have you gone batshit insane since last week when you did with um uh when since Tony died? Maybe that's broke Barry. Tony Bully. So anyway, we have the opening scenes. Uh, Barry sort of like, I have the feels, I like Iris, blah, 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 blah. And then we find a villain walks into a bank and we get a bunch of bat, uh, exposition characters going, oh, sweetheart, I'll be with you soon. Mummy loves you. Mummy's nice. Mummy's good. She's blonde and white. So, you know, American TV loves her. No, no Not that much diversity in Flash, if being honest. Not not that much at the moment, but anyway, no. I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm just rambling. So this guy walks in banking, he's like, AF1, and he takes off sunglasses, goes, get angry, and they all get angry and start trying to murder each other. Like what happened in that movie that um, Matthew Vaughan wrote, uh, directed a few years ago. Oh, Stardust, that's it. Everyone tried to murder each other in Stardust. So then it cuts to... Barry saving day. All these people going, oh no, we didn't try mean murder each other. And white woman who's also a mummy is like, oh no, we almost shot this guy with a gun. Oh no. So Barry's like, we have to investigate what happened. And they start looking into it. And they're like, oh, he, 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 this villain might have mind whammy powers. And meanwhile, Eddie's trying to get his reverse ta- his, um, flash task force off the ground. And Detective seems like, that's stupid, no. That's basically his logic. So then Barry and Joe managed to track the guy who whammies people because they've trapped this stolen cash. So they track him to a, um, a storage lockup and they're about to you know, sneak up on him when suddenly he whammies one of the cops there who turns around and tries shooting shotgun for buckshot at Joe. Barry saves the day by knocking him and Joe to the floor and then Oliver saves the day by... 
you know, shooting guy in chess with an arrow. And it's like, oh my god, Oliver's back. And it's like, yay, Oliver. It's the title flash versus arrow. So Oliver's like, ha ha, nice mask, Barry. Nice mask, Slasher, you can say Barry. So he flies, so then he fires an arrow and it pulls him through the ceiling, like particularly agile cat. So then Joe's like, what? the fuck is going on and Barry's like <laughs> my friend so then cuts to Star Labs no it doesn't it cuts to um, Oliver riding on motorbike towards Listy and a man I can only assume named Diggle so Barry bar- beats past the bike and winds up and Diggle's like wait what and Barry's like here I got super speed I gave Oliver a head start and Oliver's like you're not funny Barry and Diggle's like, I, I don't understand super speed. What's going on? And same time, and like Diggle, what, don't you understand? This is a flash show, you know. Show some goddamn respect. What? Well, you guys got your own show? No, your guest stars here. Come on, guys. Like Arrow's not on TV show. You just paid to show up and have surprising amounts of development off screen, considering all of them ref- references doing this for eight years. It's like, wait, what? You're putting a lot of work into this character. Most shows don't put this much work into what, like, recurring characters. This is crazy. So then Barry's like, "Ha, huh, why are you here, seriously? And they're like, we're following this guy um, who throws boomerangs. And we found there's some traces of iron oxide in Central City. So we came here and it's like, that's pretty spurious logic. And also... You guys implying that you are the main heroes in a town and you've left in a city and you've left that city to go to another city. Who's defending whatever city you guys are from? Your off screen magical city. And then Oliver's like, Look, we're not helping Barry. We just came in to solve this case and then we're leaving. Barry's like, Oh, 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 okay. So then they go to Star Labs and team are like, No, we need to find Rainbow Boy and Cisco's like, Prism, Prism, we need to find Prism. Everyone's like, a stupid name, Cisco, stupid. So then uh, Barry's like, they're all like, why don't we get Star Labs tape out? And then Felicity's like, no, it's fine, look, all I need you to is trace the chemicals on this boomerang and find me the Australian Aboriginal man who threw it in the first place. So then Oliver decides that the right thing to do is teach Barry how to use his powers properly because he almost got murdered by Buttshot. And Oliver's like, you have to be prepared. You can't just assume Super Speed's going safe day. And Barry's like, yes, I can. And so Oliver's like, look, you run over there and I'm going to point Burn Arrow at you and I guarantee I will hit you with Burn Arrow. So Barry's like, no, that, that's not going to happen. So then Barry runs Oliver and Oliver fires an arrow. Barry naturally catches in his hand, but then two mini arrows pop up from ground and fire into Barry's back, back of Barry's calf. So he's like, no! And Oliver's like, ha 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 ha, you stupid, you should have cased the environment. I, see, I did, I make subjects into text, Barry. I literally, I explicitly told you what I was going to do and you still did it. And then implicitly you got shot in legs. You are an idiot. And Barry's like, ow. And then, Barry's complaints for Listy and says, you and Timmy Oliver's actually going to shoot me with a bang arrow. And Listy's like, I thought he was joking. It's very hard to work out whether Oliver's joking or not. And I'm like, it really is. Like, the dude's very serious. Very earnest at them. So then we get more stuff where, like, Cisco for some reason throws the boomerang and almost destroys Star Labs. Joe is like... Look, I don't want to work for the Arrow because I don't know if you know this, but he found the name for the person we're looking for by going to a storage warehouse and threatening to shoot someone with an Arrow until he gave up the name. Barry's like, look, Oliver's off-screen place, it works. 
You know, that's what he does. That's fine. And Joe's like, he's a goddamn lunatic. I'm a cop. I'm barely okay with you doing this because you don't murder people. He literally murders people. And Barry's like, wait, wait, he does? Since when? And Joe's like, it's been a dozen cases over three years. And at this point, I'm like, they've really been so much working since I was a Queen character. He's more developed than any of the characters on this goddamn show. So Barry's getting fed up with F1. And it's like, look, I'm going to find Bivlo. I'm leaving. And Oliver's like, we really should leave. Felicity's like, no, we, we have to stay. We have to earn our money. You know, and Oliver's like, what are you talking about? She's like, money. And oh, earlier, Iris was like, gone. I would drink Oliver's bath water if I could. And Barry's like, that's disgusting, Iris. And also, Eddie and Iris are at loggerheads because of this flash task force thingy, which Detective Singh was shutting down until he realised Arrow's in town. And he's like, it might be good to have this because we literally have a man in a hood dressed like Robin Hood who's going around murdering people. We can't have that. Not in our city. Stars... Central City is a nice place to live. I don't know why I mentioned Star City. There's no reason. It's nothing to do with this episode. So then Barry charges for Bivlo and almost beats him down, but then he's mind whammied and Bivlo somehow gets away. It's like, Flash, you literally have super speed. You can catch him. You can bring him back to Star Labs. And then Barry starts getting angry and angry. He gets angry with with Oliver for patronising him and says, Oliver's jealous of him. And he's showing his popularity, and Oliver just sits there and takes it and goes, You're an arsehole, Barry. He gets angry with Caitlin and says, He's not wrongy. You remember wrongy? The the guy who died? He gets angry and says, I'm not wrongy, Caitlin. And she's like, No, you're not. And everyone's getting really passive aggressive with Barry. Strange. Also, um, earlier on, Harrison and Joe were sick, return Barry, they don't like the arrow because, no, he he murders people. And not hero Barry should be. Which, you know, okay, fair enough. I don't know why they think a dark hero and a light hero fighting is ever going to make any money or draw anything. No, but what what can you say? Sometimes Hollywood is weird. So then Harry's been whammy. Barry's been worried, rather. Harry's not been whammy. And Barry's really going batshit insane. He's shouting F1. He shouts at Detective Singh that he should back off because he's doing his job properly. And Singh's like, who? You better watch your mouth, kid. Joe balls in waste. Barry's like, get my dad out of prison, Joe. You remember that story arc? What's happening that? Hey, do you also remember that time that that man, the man who runs fast, the other man who runs fast, he threatened Iris? What about that storyline, Joe? Why don't you back off until you resolve your resolve, unresolved storylines, Joe? And then Joe's like, what the fuck? So then Barry's losing at F1. And they realise that, oh man, he's he's pretty snapping point. And for some reason, Oliver's still in town. So then Barry decides that he needs to take out his frustrations on Eddie. So he pulls Eddie out of a moving car while he's driving virus, having argument. And he threatens to murder Eddie, beats him up, shrugs off an attempted gunshot. And just beats crap out of a Iris screaming, you need to not murder my boy, my cop boyfriend. <laughs> then Oliver shows up and he manages to fire a um, lasso arrow around Barry and time up. Screams Edding Iris to run, but Barry literally super speed. But Oliver's, the arrow's thought process is, he hates me so much at the moment, he won't possibly go after you guys. And Iris and Eddie somehow get away and Barry's like, I'm going to beat you up over and Oliver's like no you're not so they start to have a tussle and then 
Barry shrugs off a bits and pieces and actually pulls, runs with the lasso tied up thing around him and drives over Aracross Street to an alleyway, a convenient alleyway where we're going to have this fight, an abandoned alleyway in Central City, which up to this point has been portrayed one of the nicest places to live. In history of TV, suddenly it's a horrible, dense, dark place. It's almost like it's meant to reflect what an Arrow TV show would look like. But an Arrow TV show, that's ridiculous. And Barry and Oliver start fighting, and um, Oliver, Oliver actually does okay. You know, he uses some tricks. He uses um, horse tranquilizers, um, uh, electric panel. He's sort of turned down Barry, but not really, because Barry suddenly realises he has super speed game. And um, not only does every blow either throws at him, but hits him, what, 30 punches in the space of 20 seconds, which should flat-out kill Oliver. So I can just assume Barry's holding back, but at the same time, like, that man punches in short time. Oliver's portrayed as just a man. It may be reincarnation of Robin Hood, I don't know, but he's just a man and he gets shit beat out of him. And likely broken ribs and concussion. But he seems to shrug it off. Much possible. And just says, Barry, I believe in you. So Barry goes for one last punch. But Oliver catches it. But then before we see that, we cut Star Labs where Diggle is saying, Oliver's going to win. He has more experience. And Team Flash is like, but Barry's super speed. And you get frigging Felicity there. It's like, you guys need to shut the fuck up. Our friends are literally trying to murder each other. So anyway, Oliver's caught Barry's hand, turns him around, locks him in chokehold, and says now. And Joe and um, Harrison, Harry, rung up, and they use a bizarre truck, bunch of lights on truck, to illuminate Barry and turn his craziness off. And then Barry's cured. And then they find Bivler and they beat shit out of him and throw him in pipeline. There you go, problem solved. Oliver quips that his island, his prison's better you know, than Pipeline, because his prison's on an uninhabited island off South Pacific Sea. It's like, wait, what? They're really putting some working business character up, but he's going to disappear for another nine episodes or whatever. No, it's weird. Joe find, shakes all of his hand and goes, you, you're a good man. It's like, you said he's a lunatic because he's murdering people, but now he's a good man because he saved Barry. I guess that makes sense. Anyway, everyone goes, Oh, and Harrison revealed earlier he knows Oliver is um, Green Arrow, or Arrow. I don't know where Green Arrow came from. Oliver cuts speech saying, look, you know my secret identity, but if this gets out, my friends and family will be in danger, so you better. And then Felicity cuts him off and goes, what he's trying to say is he enjoyed working more for you. And Oliver's like, yes. And then we cut to Jitters, where we get the requisite scene where Oliver... Sorry. Oliver and Barry are um, having oh, coffee. It's this thing I was joking background. Obviously, like, you see that, mate? We ain't getting any of that. We don't get. We don't get the happy ending. Me and you, we're superheroes. We're, we're alone forever. And Barry's like forever. And Oliver's like forever. Barry, you don't want to see what I've seen. Three years, eight years, I've been doing this off screen. You don't want to see what I see. And Barry's like, oh, oh okay. And then Felicity's like, looks at Oliver adoringly and says, let's go. And he's like, okay, because he doesn't understand that she wants to be with him. He wants to be with her. And Barry wants to be with Iris and Iris wants to be with Eddie. Why well, Iris and Eddie make up? Because, you know, you know, he's a super cop. Even if he's delivering task force justice, he's still a super cop. 
So that's it. Oliver's going. Leaving with Team Arrow for more off-screen adventures. And then we get our post-credit scene of um, Caitlin looking at a picture of Rongi. And then we cut to an underbridge where two Jackum boys, it's like they're going to use a homeless man like an ATM machine. I don't think these guys know what ATM machines are, but that's their goal. And then it cuts to an image of Guy's face, and it's Rongi with long hair. They ask him if he's cold, and he's like, I ain't cold. And he flames up. It's like, oh, my God, he's alive. And he's, he's, he's like a torch. It's like a, a human torch, if you will. It's crazy. It's like, what's going to happen now? I can't wait to see the next episode. Maybe they'll bring it up. Oh, and it was a great bit earlier where they make fun of the fact that Cisco made the cold gun, which could potentially kill Barry. And thought, why don't we use this wing? I was fighting Barry. It's like, you want to give the murderer a cold gun, Cisco? You crazy, man. You crazy. But anyway, what do I think of the episode? I think 5 out of 5, best episode so far. Really intense. Oh, no, I forgot. The episode, the main part of the episode actually ends with Oliver running into a woman from the past. He's like, oh, oh, man, he's so, he's kind of, it's sweet to see her. And she's like, I'm sorry your mum dying. I'm like, they're really building Oliver up. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I wish we'd part on better ways. He's like, it's fine, it's fine. And obviously, oh that's someone we used to know as he leaves the woman picks up her phone and says sweetheart mummy's coming home soon it's wait wait what and then blind Oliver's got a kid what is going on when are we going to pick this plot thread up like can they just make Oliver a series regular already I mean Jesus Christ he's more interesting than frigging Cisco or Caitlin at this point like Caitlin's whining about wronging Oliver's got a team of superheroes been doing this for 8 years his mum's dead. He's training Barry up. He's Barry's friend. He says he can talk about anything. He's got a weird they weren't there for Listy. And he might have a kid with an off-screen woman. Like, it's crazy. I, I can't wait to see this. And this is why Flash is one of the best shows on TV. Look at how much they build up a one... A character who shows up a couple of times a year. It's incredible. If only they could build up Cisco and Caitlin this much. But what can you do? Five out of five. Really good. Gen- like... Boone Joe's site, really good episode of TV. And I think the fact that it came out, I know I'm breaking character a bit, that's fine. That came out in that year, era of Batman vs Superman Civil War. I ranked this as best of all of them. Really, 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 really good episode of TV. Really well written, tight, good villain, good pacing, everyone gets something to do. Names with a really cool tease flash for the rest of the season. 5 out of 5, best episode so far. And to be honest, I'm. I, I, it, I would go more in detail on this in my end of season completely breaking character review recap of Flash, but I love this one. It's, this was actually one of the episodes that made me a real big fan of this in the first place. Oh no, it's broke character. Um, oh my god, is the arrow going to show up next week? Oh my god, we, we'll find out next week because you know it's time for the epilogue, people. <laughs> In words of Noob Noob from Rick and Morty, God damn! That wasn't very good Noob Noob impression, but this was a very good episode of Flash. It's episode 9 of season 1, The Man in the Yellow Suit. And it starts at... <laughs> it starts at Christmas, because it's Christmas in the Flash universe, and it's, I'm guessing, let's say, three weeks since the last episode in 
continuity time. So everyone's enjoying Christmas and Barry's been decorations and blah 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 and they're like oh yeah you know yeah 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 it's christmas and barry says joe it's christmas joe and joe says it's christmas barry and they drink some of grandma nana gets or whatever her name is in fact grandma edna's famous bourbon or famous eggnog that's not light on bourbon that's what <laughs> it's christmas and they're all so happy but they turns out to have been a breaking uh or attempted breaking at mercury labs someone in a yellow suit was causing all kinds of ruckus and they're like ah no so barry and joe go to see the man and the man at the place is like oh yes he he is wearing a yellow suit and he moves like a blur and then eddie who shows up for some reason so like a blur it must be flash remember a few weeks ago he beat me up and everyone's like eddie can you shut up already we're trying to investigate his crime and they say the flash is evil and i will stop him and they're like okay eddie fine whatever so then caitlin's looking to the wrongy situation or she's Fighting's wrongy somewhere. I can't remember where because I wasn't really paying attention. She's like, wronging. He's like, no, and walks off. And she's like, oh, no, because he's got long hair and he looks really disheveled. And Caitlin's like, oh, I don't know if I would. I don't, she doesn't know if she would, guys. So we've got that storyline going on. we got Barry and Iris going on. And Eddie, because Eddie's sort of like, Iris, move in for me. And Iris is like, oh, okay. And this is after Barry's given her a present, which was her mother's, a replica of her mother's engagement, marriage proposal ring. Where, where did her mother's wedding ring, a replica of her mother's wedding ring. And she's like, uh, Barry, thank you. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, I, I want a hug, Iris. I want to feel your warm embrace. And Iris is like, okay, I got your microscope. And Barry's like, yeah, uh, okay, thanks, Iris. And, you know, it's clear the dynamics are weird there so make me best friends he gets her a gift and it's too nice and she gets him a shitty little microscope and it's like yeah his gift is creepy hers doesn't have love for him for put into it also it's like three days before christmas so you know what can do anyway joe's a site iris moving me which he asks her after saying do you think barry's in love with you and she says he loves me he's not in love with me so it's like okay let's move in together and have lots of you know, weird sex because he remembers that whole thing for Tony from a few weeks from like two months ago. He's like, Iris, you know, the guy the, who bullied Barry, who you're clearly attracted to. I, I just want to nip that in, but he's disappeared, he's vanished. Let's move in together. And Iris is like, okay, you know, as long as Tony's not around, let's move in together. That's fine. No, they have a weird dynamic. And as he's still continuing with his reverse flash anti-flash task force which f1 points out is a really stupid idea because he beat your ass a few weeks ago and you have machine guns but flash can move fast and light fast and speed fast and speed of sound or whatever it is so f1's investigating this man in yellow suit and joe says barry yeah barry you remember that plot thread from like four episodes ago that we never picked up on like, with me and the man in yellow suit threatening Iris, yeah? Yeah? We're, we're picking up again, Barry, because it's mid-season finale. So, yeah, I, I, he threatened Iris. That's why I didn't tell you anything. Barry's like, we can't just drop plot threads. This is Flash season one. Nick, be consistent. And Joe's like, hey, do you remember Captain Cold and Mick, uh, Michael Schofield and that other guy? You remember when they were going to commit crimes? They haven't come back since. Cisco referenced Colca last week, but they ain't come back. And Joe says, Barry, maybe we need assistance fighting the reverse flash. What about if we get Oliver? And Barry's like, no, no, he's got his own things going on in his place, you know. 
you know, and so like Caitlin is she was looking to Cunary's murder and it all got weird. It all got weird, Joe. So they're like, okay, let's investigate Mercury Labs. So they go see head of Mercury Labs, then Tina McGee. And Tina's like, what do you guys want? They're like, Tina, we, we understand you have a, a device called a, a Takan, a Takan net provider. And she's like, Takion. So they're like, yes, yes, can we have it? She's like, no. And like, we can make bait. To luring reverse slash. She's like, why would I give you this? Why would I possibly give you this? And also Harrison, she says, why are you in police station? You're a scientist. He's like, I'm, I'm consulting. She's like, you're not getting my tachyon particle thingy. You know, that's, that's secret. secret. Ta- How do you even know about that? Barry's like, we're, we're, we're scientists. She's like, you're not getting it. Not getting it. And you're lucky. I don't go to press. Why know about you, Harrison? Harrison's like, don't do not do that. You know, Don't insight. I won't. Don't come near me. You don't come near my tachyons. So, yeah. Barry decides this is the opportune moment to take Iris and he's in love with her. And Iris is like, um, what, how How do you want me to respond to that? Barry's like, well, I want you to respond by listening closely as I go on a very, very long-winded monologue about how I've loved you since before I knew what love meant. And I've loved you for, how old is Barry? In his mid-twenties? He's loved her for 20 years. And Iris is like... Dude, come on, 20 years? Oh, actually, no. It's, this is after a scene where Iris is talking Caitlin, and they felt they felt pledge day test. They're like, you know, it's like, let's talk about Ronnie. We, we're going to talk about Ronnie, you know. I'm going to talk the Burning Man, the Burning Man, Iris. I need all your files on Burning Man. And then they're like, Iris is like, Caitlin, and she's like, yeah, she's like, as we failed the Bleachstow test, and as we've already talked about Ronnie, can we also talk about Barry? And Caitlin's like, of course we can talk about Barry. We're not, we're two female characters talking about two guys. You know, we, we can't talk about anything that females will talk about. We can't, we have to talk about guys. We have to talk about Barry. So Caitlin's like, what's wrong there? And Iris is like, what's Barry's secret? And Caitlin's like, I don't know he has one, but if he does, I'm not saying he does, but if he does, you have to talk to him about it. And they're like, okay, okay. We done? We done? Yeah, yeah. We gonna bring up Kunari, you know, because Iris writes a blog about Mehemans. We gonna discuss Kunari, which could almost have an exchange, which could pass the placement test. They're like, no, 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 we're not gonna discuss Kunari. We, we're not. We, we're not bring that up. That's not gonna be a part of the episode because that's like that. Assume that was brought up off screen. Assume they solved that off screen. It's weeks later. It's not relevant. So Cisco's like, you know what, guys. I didn't think I'd made force field to trap this this anti-flash and they're like opposite flash. They're like, that name doesn't work. The name doesn't work. And they're like, we, we need to get tachyons. And Joe's like, I'll sort it out. And Barry's like, I'm coming with you, Joe. And Joe's like, okay, fine. Oh, wait, no, I skipped the scene. I skipped the scene because remember, there's the scene from earlier where Barry goes to see his dad in prison. This is before he tells Iris he loves her. And it's, his dad's like, Barry, I know you've always loved Iris. And Barry's like, what? And Henry's like, you know, it's a mid-season finale, Barry. Mid-season. Mid-season finale. I, I, I saved this up, this speech. I've been working on it for, like, the entire season up to this point. Not eight episodes I've worked on this speech, Barry. You've you, you got to tell Irish you love her. you got to tell her, Barry. you got to tell Irish you love her. You can't rely on, like, trying to save me because I'm going to be in prison for at least 
like rest of season you know your mum's dead she ain't coming back you know unless you discover time travel which you haven't yet when you do maybe you can do something about that and get me out of prison but for now you need to just focus on telling iris you love her you've i know you've always loved her i mean i I, i'm your dad i know i know when you love people i know when you've been active in a physical way of a woman i i get barry tell her you love her and barry's like i feel very uncomfortable and henry's i've worked on speech for eight episodes barry Mid-season finale. Mid-season, Barry. I'm going to be in prison for the rest of the season, but I need to get a speech out. You need to tell her she'll love her. You already did. Someone's going to recap this in a long time, and I've already mentioned that you told Iris you loved her before you've even got to the scene. But now nah, it's going to work in context. It'll work in context, Barry. Tell you love her. So then Barry does, and it doesn't work. And then we cut to uh, Joe and Barry visit Tina. It's like, look, A, this isn't a warrant. And B, you're not getting my shit. And Barry's like, look, I'm a scientist. I saw some stuff. Do you want me to go to Reddit? Do you want me to go to Wikipedia? Do you want me to go to Twitter or Instagram? I'll put this shit online. I'll put it online. Give us the tacking. And she's like, you're just like Harrison, you and your Twitters. So she gives them tackings and they set up this trap. But then Eddie walks up, Joe, and sort of like, Joe, I know something's going on. I'm part of the anti flash task force. You need to let me in on it. Joe's like, No. And he's like, If you don't, I'm going to go detect this thing. And at this point, I'm thinking Eddie is one of the most annoying characters in the history of television. <laughs> My God, he's such an arsehole. I hope he dies. I hope he dies in this episode, be honest. I hope his character dies. The actor's doing a really good job with what he's given, but he's given crap. So a good job with crap material. No. Yeah. So anyway, they, they all go and they're like, and it's, oh, yeah, sure. And Caitlin Sisko have trapped Dan Wrongy, uh, just for this bit. He's trapped in Dan Wrongy. He's like, look, I'm not Wrongy. I'm not Wrongy. I'm not Wrongy. Go away. And then he, bursting flame and walks off Caitlin starts crying to Cisco I always knew that he would if he came back he'd come back wrong I can't save him I can't deal with this and Cisco's like D- deal with what and she's like he's got amnesia and he bursts in flames and Cisco's like Caitlin I made a cold gun we work with a guy who runs fast and light fast and speed sound there's a woman a few weeks ago blew up. We had Vapor Boy. We had Multiplicity Man. We had Tony. Tony. Flash Barry's bully who turned to steel. You know, like, we 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 had the guy who uh, sucked the electricity out of Barry. He sucked Barry and he got stronger. And then Barry let him suck. And then he got weaker. Like, like we've dated boys, met humans. This is the least weird thing we've dated with since <clears throat> the day. Weather boy, weather boy, we we can deal with this. Caitlin's like, we can't. It's all done. It's over. And Cisco's like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, Caitlin, okay. So then they're all in the Star Labs, and Joe, Eddie, Caitlin, Cisco, Harrison, not Iris. She's off, you know, failing place to test off screen, and they're all there, and they're like. The reverse, the anti-flash, opposite flash runs in and he gets caught in trap and they're like, ha, 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 And Harrison's like, Joe Reedham's rights. Joe's about to read him his right. Ace about Reedham's rights, rather. But Joe walks up and says, did you murder a child's mother? And before he can answer, Harrison starts asking questions. And the speech that only responds to Harrison 
And then Harrison's like, I'm very smart, man. I trapped you. Therefore, I'm smartening you. So then Speedster somehow breaks the prison, breaks the trap, runs, grabs Harrison, and starts being shit of Harrison. At that point, it's like, okay, Harrison's not this guy. That's, that's flat out not going, that's not going to happen. Eddie can't be this guy. Eddie's right there. Who is reverse flash? Reverse flash, opposite flash. Is it Ronnie? Because I'm seeing flames. Is it Joe? Is it Iris? Maybe it's Iris. That'd be a twist. But then anyway, the opposite flash starts beating crap out of Harrison. And Joe's like, we need to break the trap. And he's like, that doesn't make any sense. How did he get Guy? How did he break out and then put Harrison back in? Surely Nick think about this. And then Cisco and Caitlin can't get through. And then Joe's like, damn this shit. Who murdered Harrison? I suspect Harrison. I can't let him die. So he smashes the trap. And Speedster gets out and beats up the anti-Flash task force. It's like, ha, 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 as Harrison's lying on the floor covered in blood. And then Caitlin buzzes Barry, who's like, I'll save the day. So Barry rushes over. Oh, um, I have Barry and this Speedster fight early and Speedster beat crap out of him. And you have another fight and Speedster beats crap out of Barry again. And Cisco watches a red and yellow lightning bouncing off each other and he's like hey this reminds me of a flashback from earlier in the season so then Barry's going to ask it and then Ronnie dives in save the day fires a blast of fire at the anti-flash which knocks him backwards anti-flash is like I have what I need I'll see you soon despite the fact that he didn't have the tachyon fighter during that fight and they could have just hidden it from him so Barry gets beat up twice in the episode and then we cut Christmas day at the Barry house Oh, no, no, we don't. We cut to um, Star Labs with Barry's like, man, I got my ass kicked again. I'm not fast, man, live. This is really a bit crap. And then Cisco and Caitlin talk to Harrison. And Harrison's like, look, I know I've been beaten up badly. I know I can't possibly be the anti-Flash. I know Eddie can't be young Flash either, but I particularly can't be young Flash because I'm bleeding. So he's like, look, I know about Ronnie. I saw... What happened to Star... Despite the fact that I was inside and I couldn't see it, I knew it happened to happened Star Labs. I know Roggy's back. Don't ask me, I know, just I know. Look, Caitlin, Cisco, I made a lot of promises to you, but I promise you this, I'm going to bring him home. I'm going to bring our boy home. Roggy's coming back. He's jo- We're getting enough series regular, you know? And then Cisco's like, Harrison, can I ask you a question? Harrison's like, yeah, like why, why didn't we ask Oliver to help? And Harrison's like, I, I don't understand. Cisco's like, because remember last week when Oliver and Barry are fighting and Oliver's putting up a decent fight against Barry, despite the fact that Barry has super speed? Like, like Barry's never fought anyone with super speed for Oliver has. Maybe we should have asked him to come and give a hand. I'm saying, and Harrison's like, Cisco, don't, don't, don't be silly. What what could Oliver do? And Cisco's like, he, he literally, he got dropped on Barry a few times last week. He would probably be invaluable. You know, and Felicity gives some tech support too, and maybe Diggle to stand round and look freaked out by it. You know, and Harrison's like, Cisco, Cisco's like, yeah, Harrison's like, shut the fuck up, Cisco. Cisco's like, <laughs> and Caitlin's like, but but we can get Ronnie back. Like, Harrison's like, maybe for a couple of episodes. I don't know if we have budget more than that, but we, we can get him for a couple of episodes, you know. It'll save money. People stop asking where Oliver is if we get Firestorm, Fireman, and... And if Webboy ever comes back, or if Captain Colt comes back, if we have Fireman, that could come in handy. So then we cut to the um, 
West household, Joe's house and Barry's house, where everyone's there during Christmas. And Barry's like, look, Iris, I'm sorry I creeped out earlier. Eddie, she's lovely. You're in, you do good together. You're happy. I'm glad you're moving in. And Eddie's like, yeah, okay. Iris is like, okay. And Barry's like, eh. And then Barry walks off and Joe's like, no, my my son and my daughter aren't speaking to each other because my son loves my daughter, and my daughter's moving to my partner. My partner suspects my son loves my daughter, and my son is also Flash, the man that my partner is chasing. My partner's engaged. My daughter is is living with my daughter, and he's trying to murder my son, who's in arrest my son, who's in love with my daughter. Who doesn't know that my son's superior? And Joe's like, woe is me. And he drinks some eggnog. And Cisco walks up and Cisco's like, hey, Joe. And Joe's like, yeah. He's like, this eggnog, it's great. And Joe's like, it's not enough bourbon. And Cisco's like, I, I, is, that, is that wrong and gag? And Joe's like, we tried. It didn't really work. And then Cisco's like, hey, Joe, you, you, earlier when the speedsters were fighting, it was red lightning and yellow lightning cracking against each other. Yeah, and Joe's like, yeah, and Cisco's like, wait, remember when Barry's talking about his kid, he saw the two lightnings in his house, and Joe's like, yeah, and Cisco's like, I, I, maybe there's enough speech to there. And Joe's like, well, are you saying Barry's there? And Cisco's like, I'm not saying that. Time travel's not possible, you know, or at least not yet, not this close in the season. Maybe we'll get there, but I'm saying that there are two speedsters there, and Joe's like, wait, you think Barry murdered his mum? And Cisco's like, future Barry? And Cisco's like, future Barry wouldn't have to be evil. And also, time travel doesn't exist, Joe. So, like, Joe's like, we, I, we need to look into this more because this doesn't make sense. This seems like something which will drop or which we won't stick landing on. Joe, Cisco's like, you're right, Joe, let's downplay this for a while. Let's downplay it. So then we cut to the stinger as Barry looks sad because Iris is up off with Eddie, and they've also forgotten that Barry and Caitlin has some chemistry and there's a little thing there. But that's fine, because wrong, he's back, so... And he, he's Hollywood ugly, which means that he's got long hair and a bit of a beard, and he's also turning flame every now and again, you know. So then Barry says, sad, and we cut to the end credits. But before that, or just after that, we get Stinger, and we get Stinger as Harrison goes into the future room. And remember, he can walk. Harrison can walk, I think, if you've got that. He walks into the future room, and he pulls out a ring, and it's like, oh, shit, Harrison's married? Wait, he was married to that woman? I can't remember her name. He was married. Maybe he's married again. But then there's a lightning symbol on it. So it's like, wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. Why Why we get a wedding bang for lightning symbol on it? And then he touches it to wall, and wall opens up, and there's a there's like a, a place for costume. And it's like, wait, what? Wait, what? It, it's, what? And then he touches the wall again, and the yellow suit comes down. It's like, wait a second, what? Harrison, is he looking after the man in yellow suit's costume? Holy crap, that's nice of him. I mean, it's not because he's working for the enemy of Barry, but I'm like, that's cool. Like, both twist, Harrison may be forced into being the servant of Man Yellow Suit. And then he looks at it, and then we get reverse flash voice and sort of like, Merry Christmas to you. And it's like, well, a couple of questions. One, who's Harrison talking to? For one thing. Just, unless the man yellow suit lives inside suit, inside ring, like Genie in Ladding. And then he puts the tacky on, provider on him. So, wait, how's Harrison have that? 
know. And then second, that second question. First question, who's Harrison talking to? Second question, is the suit sentient? Three, why Why was the suit inside the ring? Four, why does Harrison have the tacking provider? Where did he get that? Because I thought reverse, I thought the anti-flash took it. You know, five, uh, what, 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 what? What's going on? No, I don't. I don't understand. Six. Um, who? Who's the man? Yellow suit. Because seven. How? If wait, is Harry? Has Harrison man yellow suit? Eight. Wait, no. How? But he. They were both there at the same time, and Harrison got beaten up. So wait, what? It's like, what is he like? Oh shit. Oh, no, wait a second. Are they implying that multiplicity man's not dead? And that he's got super speed? Oh, my God. Serious? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. How's Barry going to fight an army of multiplicity, multiplex super speedsters? Like, like, how is he going to fight the many men? Oh, my God. Barry, oh, no. Oh. Wait, did, did, but the men men were created when Park Accelerator accident. Oh my god, like, oh no, I, oh no, like, and, and then, what, what if Captain Colt, what if he get, they get, oh no, because Harrison took the, the thingy from man who, who absorbed electricity, oh my god, wait, what, no, sorry, I, what, no, how, that does not compute, um, oh, wow, okay, um, I, I give that episode five out of five for entertainment value, and, one out of five for it. Wait, seven out of five for it. Broke in spraying. Don't compute, Harrison. What? Who? Who's Harrison? Is is Harrison waves an anagram? I I don't know. I was episode ten, mid season finale. It's it's nine nine episodes and eighty two bits of dialogue. Uh, no, uh, I'll, I'll be back after uh, uh, these. Give me give me a sec to get my brain back in order.